Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>46. I'm Casey Ryan. I'm Todd Panic, and, and we, we watched, watched Daredevil. Oh wait, oh, I thought the same thing. <laughs> did how it? many notes did you write? I, I was like, okay, Daredevil, and I feel so and many scenes, and I'm of just this. as upset about this movie as I was about Daredevil. Sure, this. I mean, at least Daredevil had like angst going for it. This doesn't know if it wants to be a comedy or a bad video game. <laughs> Oh, some of the CGI in this movie with is bo- that rough. Borderline pornography. Yeah. Which, Assless chaps. And I say sure. that I say that as a fully filthy person. <laughs> Even I was like, really? Yeah. yeah. I believe, uh, well, a friend of mine and a co-worker through working yes. in the same company yeah, as yeah. you, Keith, said yeah, the yeah. same thing. In fact, I'm going to pull it up. Hang on one second. <laughs> he said, uh, Halle Berry prancing around in S&M inspired black leather couldn't save that movie. And this is coming from a self-described dirty old man. He is 100% correct. Keith couldn't agree more. I actually didn't find it attractive. And Halle Berry's a beautiful woman. She's a smoke show. and But yeah. when she's got that on, I don't know if it's the way she's walking or what. I'm like, you are. Uh, okay, you know what? Let's, miles and miles of unattractiveness going on here. I'm about to react, and I should save it all for the... So let's, let's get through our homework. Right. Let the housekeeping, and we'll get into the, the shit show. Right, That's well, a technical term. I was in Hartford this week for training uh-huh. for um, uh, Lean Six Sigma Continuous Improvement mm-hmm. uh, Black Belt Training, or Green Belt Training, not Black Belt, Green Belt Training, uh, and learned the technical term shit show. So, uh, Had you never heard it before? No, no, no. no. Oh. Uh, so our, our uh, green, one of our trainers, Chris, uh, said, yeah, that's a technical term. If you say it really fast, shit show, no one, no one will blink an eye. So it's my new oh. favorite expression. I've heard the term, but uh, 
he was really committed to that in the Shisho? training. Chicho. Yeah. Because there's, you know, you mix in a lot of Japanese words like Kanban and Gemba and Kaizen. Chicho. Kaizen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, Chicho. Yeah. I, listen, I, listen. I, I would so <laughs> much more <laughs> rather talk about continuous improvement in the Toyota production system than I would this movie. Oh, but we can't do man. that because this is not a continuous improvement podcast. Uh, but you know what it is? It's a podcast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? I can't believe you left your your impression in. I was like, oh, impressions are uh, the sincerest it, form of flattery. And we should we should point out you are that was an homage. Yeah, I am yes. not mocking Mr. Brown. At I, I knew all. that. I want to make sure everyone listening knows that. Sure. <laughs> okay. I mean that that voice. Listen, that voice God. is golden. It That's is right. the golden tones That's of right. Bob Brown. That's right. All right. So we had an interesting beer story today. We it, do. It was a surprise to both of us, I think. Surprise, motherfucker. Some fries, motherfucker. Rude eyes, motherfucker. You were in Hartford, as yep. you said. And so you're like, hey, I'm not gonna get back till late. Can you run and get the beer? Because you live kind of closer so it just makes more yeah. sense and i'm like i gotta drive by it so sure so i emailed carissa and said hey we're doing catwoman <laughs> and uh and and since i done up the thing about rocky that you went to go get the beer for that she was like oh i've never seen rocky can be themes and i just jumped the gun and just said here are the themes cats obviously <laughs> uh Redemption story? Boy, was I wrong on yeah, that. Yeah, And I can't remember the third. Leather, maybe. Leather, right, I don't know, right. something. BDSM. And yeah. so she's like, well, we have something from Belgian Ales, which is out of Kingston, New York. Uh, Keegan Ales. Is it Keegan Ales? It is. Okay. It's, Ke- it's Keegles? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm doing them now. So. <laughs> uh, it is called Super Kitty. Yay. Oh, boy. It is a limited edition ale fermented with honey and aged in oak. And this is a oh, this is a twelve percent alcohol. It is currently two o'clock on a Saturday. I'm sure you have things to do the rest of the day. Well, so do you and I, I are going to split a bottle, so <laughs> I mean, or part ooh, of a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, it's Keegan because the guy who owns it is named Tommy Keegan. Yes, Keegan Ales was founded in 2003 when Tommy Keegan learned about an empty building in Kingston, New York. That is what New York City folk call upstate. Uh, he found an empty building in Kingston, New York that nobody would buy because there was a defunct brewery stuck in it. Now, I've drank <laughs> some of their beers before. I've drank their, I think, Mother's Milk. Um, and it's a, I think it's a, if, uh, it might be a milk stout if I'm thinking Ooh. correctly. But I, I like the beers I've drank before, so I'm excited for this. Let me And for the listener, yeah, while yeah. you do that, for the listener at home, this has a uh, wonderful wax seal on it, making it seem... Much fancier than I don't know if it is. We'll find out in a minute. Certainly fancier than us. Certainly fancier than the movie we're about to talk about. Careful. Oh, God. Do you have to take all that wax off? Great question. I only ask great questions. I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a cork. I think it's like a gloche. Yeah. That kind of top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here. Into that good night. Oh, it's boy, got a nice aroma to it. Oh, I can definitely smell the honey. Yeah, weirdly, uh, modern cars don't have a place to put your wine-sized beer bottle. It's it's weird. It's a beautiful color. It's like a caramel, like an actual caramel. Yeah, and the 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 aroma is really amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, so okay. cheers, cheers. 
that. Oh that my. is great. That is. So, may I say, Super Kitty, silly name, delicious beer. Yes. You know, what a great. What a great example of how awesome branching out is. Sure. We called Carissa. She delivered an amazing beer. Thank you for a terrible movie. Yeah, that's right. This beer is so much better than the movie. Oh, uh, but 100%. For all of your beer, once again, the greatest beer selection in Syracuse. I've said it time and time again. Branching Out Bottle Shop in Township 5 in Camillus. You yep. will not go wrong. Absolutely. Reshoots. Hey, we got reshoots. We do. We've got literally like hot off the press reshoots. This is from four hours ago yeah. at Tops. Yeah. So clearly, because yesterday, someone just listened to an Well, episode. yesterday X2 dropped. So, yep. so this is from our good friend Will Benson. And he says, okay, guys, reshoot time. X2. I know I've mentioned the whole Green Lantern thing, but equally as rabid when I was younger for the pre-Morrison X-Men years. Same. Yeah. And I don't hate the Grant Morrison time, but it's just, I was out of comics by then. Yeah. It, so it's that post Jim Lee. Post Jim Lee, he, post Chris Claremont. So that's, uh, yeah, I was way out. Was he before Whedon? Uh, or did he take over from Whedon? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Notice how quickly we want to not talk about Catwoman. <laughs> Let's right? talk about X Men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Will had some great insight. Yeah. Uh, first, location. Salem in Albany is not meant to be the one being used as a location for Xavier School for the Gifted Youngsters. There is a North Salem, Westchester County. That was the idea, though. The comic creators used the name Salem Center because Claremont went to college at Bard, not far from there. That it makes perfect sense. Perfect sense, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I see it. It is... Literally right above, uh, so it's in the northeast corner of of Westchester County, mm -hmm. which makes perfect sense. So all the objections I had about geography and a field trip to New York made no sense. Now makes perfect sense. How long does it take to get from there to Boston? Because that may, remember I did the fun. Uh, Is it more yeah. than three hours? Um, you keep going. Okay. I'll look that up. <clears throat> Boy, we're just reshooting right on the fly here, too. <laughs> That's right. I, too, also had a romantic took the romantic subtext of Mystique and Magneto. Thank you, Will. I, the right people have spoken. I will stand by my take on it. Well, Mine take, and Shannon's. Your, your takes are wrong. <laughs> okay. Anyone else who wants to weigh in on that, come on in. Now, to be fair, I like that Will brings, he comes to the party with something to bring to it. He's got his perspective on there. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, Do you yeah. mean the right perspective? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a perspective. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think the writers dance around it with it so much that in first class, when Jennifer Lawrence tries to seduce Eric, oh, hmm. these are spoilers for first class, Right, she ages herself to be Rebecca and asks if this is more appealing. And if you've ever seen the meme where it's pictures of Michael Fassbender saying, I prefer the real insert whatever, right. that's what that comes from. Got it. I think Singer was trying to say that while she does worship him, they are somewhat physical. So that, hmm. so I'll say this, it's, is it better with Fassbender and Jennifer Lawrence? I mean, he's still considerably older than her. I don't know. It so I mean, that's something that Hollywood does that is admittedly oh, creepy. Do yeah. They? Yeah. Oh, I, and I've never I, noticed it. I'm trying to decide if it's worse with McKellen and Rebecca Romaine Stamos, because he's so clearly so much older. But the gap's gotta be yeah. <laughs> Listen, you were just I, gonna look it up, I, I was about to, I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> okay. Uh and finally. The device you're talking about for Nightcrawler was called the Image Inducer. Damn it. 
Yeah. Right. And, it is. and he's a hundred percent correct in terms of time wise. Forge is a later addition to X-Men, right. which not I totally so didn't he says, think of. Yeah. Uh, it's not created by Forge, who hadn't been created yet, but by Tony Stark. Yep, makes perfect sense. But obviously in the X-Men movies, they couldn't do any of that sure. because well now they can. They can now. Oh wait, yeah. no, they can't. Oh, too soon. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what trying to get. Which, if you haven't seen, shame on you. Shame on you. It was used famously by Nightcrawler to in a backstory in the X Men classic in the early eighties. Yeah, I remember. He's like in a bar, and like someone bumps into him, and the image inducer yeah, comes off. Yeah, yeah. And he just has a bamf right out that of there. That could have been the John Byrne era, which yeah. I love. Mm-hmm. Again, it's got to yeah. be. Yeah, it's got to be. Yep. Like when for some reason I can see it. Yeah. Nightcrawler had that like Joel Gray fro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just. Thankfully, has disappeared from how they draw him. Yeah. Uh, overall, I didn't disagree. Didn't disagree with the cast. I believe he's talking about the, the podcast. podcast. It took yeah. me a second. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay, I got it now. Uh, I too had issues with the ending, but damn, if I don't get Misty, great cast and um, sorry about Catwoman. Well, he's not wrong <laughs> on any of that, especially the being sorry about Catwoman. Now, let's say this. Uh, so, first off, to answer your question. You can drive from North Salem in Westchester to Boston in about two hours and 45 minutes. Then you're good. Perfect. And, but let's give a shout out. So Will Benson, friend of the podcast. Sure. Um, I believe hosts his own podcast. Sure does. Plain Talkers. Yeah. So if you are a Magic the, Ga- Magic the Gathering card game, mm-hmm. uh, that's the focus of that podcast. Yeah. And um, well done. Will's been... Uh, he he He's sent us lots of stuff over the last couple sure years, has, yeah. uh, and always got great insight. So mm-hmm. once again, Will, well done. And uh, you know, we're always kind of having a hard time figuring out exactly what the name of how to get to his podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, email Will and ask him for like a, a link, and we'll put it in the show notes for this episode. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, do we have any other reshoots? Is that I, it? I do believe that's it. Are you sure? There's nothing else to talk about besides this movie. <laughs> no, and I was like, "Oh no, I really think there's nothing." I see, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Anything? I, Are you sure? Like, uh, yeah. You know, how's your day going so far? <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm tired. It was a long week. That training was very. It was good training, but really dense. And oh no, we probably should. Yeah, talk about the movie. Mm, we <laughs> just keep talking keep about. Going. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, what's well, the, What's the IMDb score for this movie? Uh, I think an incredibly appropriate 3.3 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. And just oh. for funsies, let's go back to Rotten Tomatoes for a second. 9%. I know it already. Sure. That makes... So my question is, who were the 9% that said it was a good movie? The cast and crew of this movie. Oh, even... <laughs> You know, no, you know what? Halle Berry. Uh, she she holds. Uh, I think she is the only one. Or there's someone else. I think that wins two- an Oscar and a Razzie in the same year. Oh, that! I thought you meant showed up to. Didn't to she? Her, she got a she Razzie showed up too. To pick up a Razzie. First of all, I want to thank Warner Brothers. <laughs> thank you for putting me in a piece of shit god awful movie. She's 100 correct. So let's talk with that. Let's talk about production. Okay. So this originally was going to be. Uh, a sequel for Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. So production for this version of Catwoman mm-hmm. starts right in uh, in 93, which is when they're starting production for Batman Forever, which would have been right after Batman Which is 91. Returns. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, boy, good call, Michelle Pfeiffer. Holy cow. I mean, at the time, hadn't she just uh, started dating David E. Kelly, or were they already dating? Oh, I, uh, yeah, and maybe, maybe. David's like, Michelle, I read the script. It's uh, 
It's no good. No and you know, no. knowing when this started, this script feels like a 93 script. It's like one of those movies that was in production hell for so long that they mm-hmm. never bothered to update the script. I, yeah. So we're going we're about to shit all over this movie, which I think we let's so <laughs> No, you don't have to be kind. I think artwork by committee can be challenging. Sure. And I How many writers for this were there? Three that are credited. Um, so one, so so John Rogers is one of them. He's a writer. He's written for a bunch of TV stuff. He uh-huh. wrote. He created the Jackie Chan Adventures, which is a kids animated oh, that series. Was a cute show. Yeah. I caught a couple episodes of that. Also created and wrote for the Librarians, which is an interesting show. That's a little bit of a ripoff of Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones meets oh, wait, Charmed. The, li- the Librarians, not the Librarian. Oh. Because yep. there was there were three movies starring uh, Noah Wiley and uh, Rebecca Romijn. Yes, the Librarians is I think a spinoff is of a, that. I, I think you're correct. Right. Mm, you know what? I wonder if he's credited with the librarian. Oh, Noah Wiley is is connected to the librarians. It must have been a spinoff of that. I wonder okay. if he created the original. Well, while you look that up, yeah. uh, you know who directed two of the three librarian movies? No, who's that? Jonathan Frakes. No way. Mm-hmm. Did he did he did he stand on set with one leg over the director well, chair? Maybe. The guy's <laughs> got a bad back. That's unfortunate. Listen, that's, that's why he does that. So I don't see him linked to the librarian. Okay. I see him as a developer and writer for seven episodes of the librarians. Okay. Um, oh, he also wrote. <laughs> oh no. He was a writer, executive story editor, producer, and co-producer for th- for. Uh, a four-year period in the late '90s of Cosby. Ooh. <laughs> now I'm not making any. I'm not casting any aspersions. Just your link to the guy. It just yeah, it's ooh, that's rough. Yeah, that's and unfortunate. Like, back then, well, I can't say back then nobody knew. I mean, it was the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Yeah, sure. Um, now, interestingly, so John Rogers as a TV and movie writer, I, I got you know, look, he's working so. Hats off. Mm-hmm. Nothing amazing. Probably more impactful from our perspective, you know, he has worked in the comic book industry. So Wikipedia says in March of 2006, he co-created the new Blue Beetle, Jamie Reyes. Oh, I love In the Jamie relaunch Reyes. of the Blue Beetle comic book. Uh, oh. He did that with Keith Griffin and Cully Hammer. Mm-hmm. He's written comics for Boom Studios. Um, though his stories are included in Boom's Zombie Tales, Cthulhu Tales, Pirate Tales, and What Were They Thinking anthologies. <laughs> and he currently writes for the Dungeons and Dragons comic series for IDW Publishing. So, oh, I, oh I'm, he's also worked on role playing games oh, and boy. is the author of the Feywild chapter in the fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons Manual of the Planes. Listen, oh, John, boy, you, you I, I, now again, you just lost we don't, Todd. <laughs> we don't know, we don't know what his script looked like. I mean, again, right? Like, sure. maybe it was good. Maybe, maybe it made he sense. had like. So there's there's the workings of a good. You okay. You, sorry. Yeah. Nope. yeah, that was great. Thank you for thank <laughs> no, you for allowing me to take that little journey. Of course, it's Christian. Uh, uh, my son, very who- proud of him. Yes, serving in uh, the United States Armed Forces, going through training. He's in language school right now, so he's yeah. gonna be there for about another. Uh, Jeez, nine months or so. Is he in language school or is he in language yeah. school? <laughs> that's pretty good. That's my that's, that's my Chris Evans. Nice. Was it? That was, was okay. That was okay. Hey, so we were talking about the writers. Yeah, we were. Um, so John Rogers, we talked about. Um, also, he's got a couple movie credits. The Core, 
which was a horrible movie oh, no. with The Punisher. Oh, Thomas Jane. And uh, is, is Morgan Freeman in that? Or is he Maybe. In... Uh, he's in, isn't he in Deep Impact? No, he's also in another one. It probably. And Morgan so. Freeman. Um, also, the, also Transformers. Which one? The first one. He wrote that? At least a co-writer. That yeah. is the least offensive of the sure. Transformers movies. So. I actually think that one's pretty good. No, it's not good. It's just least uh, offensive. Well, listen, that's where my that's where my bar is. Have you me. ever seen the old cartoon? I was a little bit too old when it came out, so it kind of was on my periphery. Hmm. I was more the GI Joe, like the original oh, GI Joe no. series. That, did you ever see the old GI Joe movie, the cartoon where Cobra mm. Commander turns to a snake? No, I clearly oh, did Todd, not. It's, it's hot garbage. Uh, I'm sure it is. It's yeah. maybe worse than the, what we're talking about. Well. Oh, my. All right. Uh, other writers of this, uh, it's a writing duo, um, John Brancato and Michael Ferris. They also wrote The Net, also wrote The Game, which was the Michael uh, Douglas Michael movie. Douglas? Was, oh, it was a phenomenal movie. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but yeah. It's good. It's uh, Fincher, right? Oh, I think it is. I think yeah. you're right. Um, also wrote Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Eh, no, thank you. And Terminator Salvation. Ooh, is Salvation I the one with Christian Bale? Christian Bale? I believe right here I'll drop in. I want you off the fucking set, you prick. Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No. No. Don't shut me up. Am I going to walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, uh, da-da-da-da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? I was looking at the light. Oh, good for you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? Stay off the fucking set, man. Right, let's go again. Let's not take a fucking minute. Let's go again! And let's not have you fucking walking in! I never had a DP behave like this. You don't fucking understand what it's like working with actors. That's what that is. That's what that is, man. I'm telling you. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. You wouldn't have done that otherwise. I'm going to fucking kick your fucking ass. You know, shut up for a second, all right? I'm going to go. Do you want me to go fucking trash your lights? Do you want me to fucking trash them? Then why are you trashing my scene? You are trashing my scene. You do it one more fucking time, and I ain't walking on this set if you're still hired. I'm fucking serious. You're a nice guy. You're a nice guy. But I don't fucking cut it when you're bullshitting and fucking around like this on set. Seriously, man, you and me, we're fucking done professionally. That's my, that's my favorite part of the whole art, yelling at him when he tells him, you and I are done professionally. I'm like, but do you want to go like see a movie after this? We can I, still be friends? I actually feel bad for Christian Bale. I've, unlike some other famous rants like the fuck it, we'll do it live, I feel, like, I feel like he has talked about that. And the guy he was yelling at, I think, has also said, look, yeah, I fucked up. And... He, but know, the amount that he yells at him for and the fact that he was uh, the, the cops were called on him for spousal abuse like two months after well, that listen, does not look good for I, Mr. Bale. Listen, I'm not speaking to that, but this that specific incident, the guy that he was yelling at has defended him. So I feel like that because uh, he wants like, to keep working in Hollywood. I don't know. He, it, that or uh, what's the studio who made that movie? Was it? It's not Warner Brothers. Oh Whoever God. did probably gave him a shit ton of money. Went uh, if you could just go out and just say uh, one nice thing yeah, about Christian or, Bale, or maybe he knows Christian Bale's a decent guy. Who look? There's maybe. listen. There's there's no way to say Christian Bale is not a focused 
guy, right? <laughs> like, I mean, he he, oh, he approaches boy. that like Daniel Day Lewis category in my mind. He's a great actor. And he's a great actor, but, but he, he may be a bit of a monster. Uh, sure, he's sure. not. He's not at Johnny Depp level for me yet. Oh. <laughs> I will never watch another Johnny Depp movie so long as I live. Um, Listen, you say that there's a mechanism there's no, where I and can, there's none in here. You motherfucker! Listen, why Don't would you, you make me? Why watch? would you wave that red flag in front of me? I feel why like am I giving you good movies I know. for the Patreon? Yeah. And you're giving me. Sh- Wait a minute, Rocky. Mm. Okay, all right. Well, listen, <laughs> you gotta go. To, listen, you gotta go over to Patreon to listen to Rocky, which will drop probably right around the time this is dropping. Maybe a week later. We gotta figure oh, no, out this some is timing. December. Stuff. Oh, we're gonna. Got yeah. It. Okay. I figure. Move it along, guys. But that means if you're listening to this, you've had the opportunity to listen to Rocky. And if you and are not a Patreon supporter, man, go check it out because I am. Loving this season of Patreon. I really am. I mean, we had a great one with The Prestige. We had Batman versus Wolverine. And then we had... With Alfred? Then we had, you know, somebody who's... Uh, oh, no, it wasn't. I was like, he fought Superman. Nope, that was Muhammad Ali fought Superman. You could drop in Rocky for Muhammad Ali in that artwork. That he's would just make a just, bum. just as much sense. Oh, <laughs> Listen, the one thing he's not is a bum. All right, anyways, so those are the writers. The director, I'm almost annoyed at the arrogance of, he has a single name, or he goes by a single name, Pitoff. <sighs> now, is that because his last name is like really hard to pronounce, or is it, or is it an artistic choice? Uh, I don't know. Um, he is a Frenchman, so you know he's suspect right there. Oh. Am I right? Hey, shots you know fired. who lives in France? Ooh. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, who you also hate. Yeah, that's right. Um, Just bringing it back. Yeah. So, see, I don't know where Pitoff came from. Yeah, he was born Jean-Christophe Comar. Oh, so. that's not even his... Okay, no. Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, he's only directed one other real movie. And he's got he's one yeah. of those guys that's got... If you look at his IMDb, yep. he's got a shit ton of stuff in the works. Sure. Uh, and he's also, to be fair, he's got extensive credits as a visual effects supervisor. Which then makes me wonder, right. like, why Stay does this movie lane. look so bad? Uh, you know what? Oh, the, oh no. Oh, the no. The beginning. The mm-hmm. beginning of this movie. Uh, weirdly, until she becomes... Ca- well, oh, you know what? Okay. We'll save, we'll it, save that. There's some nice Let, visual moments. Let's table that. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, do you have any... How about the, now, the, the, the casting that I am aware of... Besides I think Michelle Pfeiffer, no. The it's Hollywood... Not. It's a Hollywood famous story. Oh, I didn't see and, this. And I'm not sure if this Slash goes, didn't bother looking up too much on this movie. Uh, yeah. So it's a story that she herself has told. And uh, well, I think other people started telling it first. And then I think she has started telling the story to try and minimize the impact of it. Sean Young, who was originally cast as Vicki Vale in the 89 Batman. Well, that was for Batman Returns. She was she was doing you're talking okay yeah yeah do we want to save that for whenever we get to batman returns oh sure we can do that. that's more for that movie not well, for this but, oh did she come out of the woodworks again well for this? oh you, you know what that's a great point no i think you're right i think i'm i'm, I'm conflating the two different time periods she ty- it would have been yeah. she tyree skipson tried to do that because tyrese has been trying to get himself as john stewart sure he has uh, john stewart green lantern not john stewart Exos of the Daily Show, who's wonderful, yeah, and loves and loves animals. Yeah, he's a great guy. No, no, he's a great guy. Listen, listen, the actual John John Stewart Green Lantern is also an amazing guy. Sure, sure. Um, We should probably talk about this movie though. Well, at least I'm sticking with DC. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, so there's so so we'll save that story for Mm. for that one. Um, Okay, so money. I love talking about the money. So the budget on this one, big budget movie, a hundred million dollars in 2004. No. Are, did you put an extra zero in there? No, it, it was a $100 million movie. 
Yep, that's it. <laughs> it was they spent a hundred million dollars, mm. and they got back at the box office eighty-two million dollars. Really? Ouch. Even wait, is that domestic or worldwide? It's probably worldwide. All right, that's not so great. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you know what's amazing, and this probably speaks more to the bleak landscape for women in this genre until Wonder Woman came out. It Uh, was the highest grossing female led superhero movie of all time. (laughs) Oh, can we go do Wonder Woman, please? That's such a better movie. Well, we got to get through Suicide Squad first, which I'm okay with. Yeah, we could pull that tonight. No, you said, didn't we we say beforehand, (laughs) we better pull a good movie. Suicide Squad is not a good movie. Um, And I think we we referenced it a few minutes ago, but I think this is perfectly indicative of of this movie. Yeah. The movie received seven Golden Raspberry Award nominations, and it won for Worst Picture, Worst Actress, Mm -hmm. Worst Director, and Worst Screenplay. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. All fair. And as the Wikipedia entry notes, (laughs) many critics consider it to be one of the worst films of all time. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. That's and again, in the immortal words of Robin Williams. But let me tell you why. That is how sympathetic we are, because I knew that's where you're going. I was like, that's the perfect line. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's the perfect time. I... Two minutes of opening credits, Todd. I d- Two uh, minutes yeah. of opening credits for this movie. You know you're in a bad movie when it spends two minutes on information that is going to be given to you later. Yeah, they really went deep into that. First, tell them what you're going to tell them, Uh and then tell them, and then tell them what you told them. They really hit that hard. But also at the same point, and I feel like we don't need to go beat for beat with this one. No, listen, we can't. We can't. How did she get her? Both both of us watched it today, right? Yeah. Like, neither. I feel like. We've already given this movie too much of our, uh, of our focus. Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so also a sign of a bad movie. Uh, voiceover in the beginning, pretty much being like, hey, you're probably wondering how I got here. It all started on the day that I died. If there had been an obituary, it would have described the unremarkable life of an unremarkable woman, survived by no one. But there was no obituary, because the day that I died was also the day I started to live. But that comes later. I immediately thought of the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington. I was like, and I had this moment where I was like, oh, could I go watch that movie? I was like, no, I have to watch this movie. Damn it. I also thought of uh, Tangled. This is the story of how I died. Uh, Right? Starring a actor who is in a much better DC movie. Yes. (laughs) I'd watch that movie again. God, I can't wait till we get to Shazam. I would have watched anything other... I would have watched a 70s Shazam TV show that was, over this. That was a lot of fun. I watched that show. Yeah, that was, was a lot of fun. Better than yeah, this. it was a lot of fun. Uh, so okay. let's... Broad trucks. Yeah, Ready? so let me ask you a question. Okay. It opens with these Egyptian hieroglyphics, a reference to the goddess Bast that we'll learn about later, so we don't need to hear. <laughs> yeah. um, at some point in D.C., they must have retconned to have this, like, nope. really? Nope. Never. As far as I know, Catwoman has never had supernatural powers. First of all, there's never been a Patience Phillips. It's always been Selena Kyle. Sure. As Catwoman. And so, I, I looked it up. I thought I remembered that in, like, like 93, they redid that Catwoman's costume, and she had the purple with the black arms. I rem- yep, bl- I remember that. I thought that was someone else, but it's not. It's Selena. I looked it up. Okay. It, it, it wasn't, like... It like, wasn't like, ha- a, like 
yeah. Hal Jordan, and then, and then John uh, Smith or John whatever or uh, Stewart. No, who's yeah, who's yeah. the dick? A uh, guy Gardner, oh, guy Gardner, and, and uh, John Kyle Stewart, Rayner. Kyle yeah. Rayner. yeah. No, um, it's it's, it's uh, always as far been as Selena. I know it's always been Selena. And so never had this. I don't think so. Not it. Not that I remember. Unless maybe I didn't read the Catwoman comic book. Oh, I didn't realize she had her own title. She had her own title, and that's when they gave her the purple suit. Got it. Got it. Got it. And I was in and out. I read a couple of issues. And I was like, nah, this isn't for me. There's no Batman. Do you think? Do you think some of this was because there was a period? And so again, we've talked and. We haven't talked about it in a while, so I feel like I can say it now. But yeah. we've talked sometimes some of these long-running comics have such a long history that they go through different phases where sure. Captain America, you know, was a dick at one point. You know, like But that was a different universe, right? That was only uh, in the Ultimates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean again, it's like this this constant reimagining because again, you get stale with these characters. How do you f- tell a yeah. fresh story? Um, so I thought of like in DC. At one point, and I don't know if this is the current, so I am familiar with Hawkman as this like intergalactic space policeman, the, right? The, uh, the Thangarians. The Thangarians, yeah. Right? Um, but at one point, he was they an went Egyptian to, god he, he reincarnated. Was of yep. Horus, right? Uh, no, of Candor. No, wait, Candor was the, the city. It's <laughs> right? It's something like that. He was a character on the first season of Legends of yeah. Tomorrow. And no, was, the Egyptian god Horus. That's yeah. the hawk god. So yeah, I guess it, it might must be. be. But, but but like he has a name also. Beyond oh sure, that. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so I, I, you know, I was like, is there some link to that? But I mean, it, it can't be because there's no. listen. Hang there's I gotta, there's no intelligence in this connective tissue. If there if if the co- tissue connects, that's it. There's no intelligence. You're not wrong. So while you're doing that, l- let me walk through some of the points that it very like ham handedly. <laughs> sets in front of us in this in these opening this opening montage. Sure, go ahead. Egyptian hieroglyphics, a reference to Bast. There's a there's text, beloved Bast, mistress of happiness and bounty, twin of the sun god. Cat mummies. We see the title of Catwoman over a hieroglyphics piece, and we see references to China, the Roman Empire, the Celts, Paris, a newspaper article, claw necklace stolen, a female cat thief, Christine Novak, the flying panther, Brazil. Russia, and then a reference to Egyptian Mao's imported from a Russian noblewoman. And then we get the Halle Berry as her Jason Borning as she floats in the water above us, apparently lifeless. So his name was Carter Hall, going back, uh, but Carter Hollis or something like no, that. That was his Thanagarian. No, his, this is Carter Hall was, was when he was Thanagarian, it looks like. Mm hmm. That sounds familiar. I remember that. Oh, here we go. Nymph metal. Sure, sure, sure. Nymph metal. So apparently, originally, he was the god of uh, uh, really? ancient Egyptian. Prince Khufu engaged in a thing. Uh, Egyptian priest hath set. The priest eventually captures Khufu and his co-sword, Kaiara, and kills them. A millennia later, Khufu is reincarnated in American archaeologist Carter Hall. So this is like justice society time. No, Justice Society is in the 40s, yeah. Oh, that's, is that the Silver Age? It's Golden Age. That's Golden Age? All right, let me go to Silver yeah. Age. I love that we're talking about this rather than talking about I'm getting, it. Again, perfect indicator of how we feel about the movies. Um, I thought that was the era of Justice Society. Wasn't Justice Society like the Green Lantern where his powers didn't work on wood? Alan and, Scott, yeah. Yeah, isn't that? The, I think that's the... That's the 40s. That's the Golden Age. Yeah, I, I, that's, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. No, no, that's the Silver Age, isn't it? 
It's golden and silver. Oh, I see. I think of okay. Maybe my definition is off. There it is. During Hawk World, he becomes Kartar Hall, K A T A R Hall. But when he's an Earthling, it's Carter Hall. Right. Loop. Okay, so that was our trip down Hawkman. Let's talk about Catwoman. So yeah. no connection to because no. there is a there is a legacy in DC Comics with Egyptian gods Shazam, Black Adam. Ooh, that just got announced. That just got announced, which looks amazing. I'll go see that. Fuck yeah. <sighs> okay, but this movie, yeah, so no connection. Right. No connection, none. They just gotta get moving on Shazam too, because the kid who plays Billy is <laughs> Getting old, yeah. So my only question is, why did this I didn't? So I saw, the, I saw the, I saw the. No, I'm I'm back on Black Adam. I oh. saw the headline that Black Adam got announced. Mm-hmm. I did not. I did not read an article. I, I saw the headline. Is it connected? To, I mean, like, are they connecting it to Shazam, or is it a standalone movie? The standalone movie that will connect to Shazam, Shazam probably too? either in the end or during the end credits and do we think that that he then that sets him up as a conflict for the villain in shazam 2 he better be he I better mean, be right yeah okay i mean who else is gonna fight him shazam's shazam's well, rose gallery yeah, what's, is, his, what's his name right uh mr mind or the the caterpillar <laughs> mr i think mr. it's right. move it along guys yeah. let's, let's, let's okay back to the this more we talk movie. about better dc movies the uh, more enraged i'm going to get so there's this swooping city shot and this will this is the first of many of these kind of aerial swooping shots but i wish it just said not gotham city because it's not it's it's not it's not any city. It's, they literally never mention what city. City they're in. USA. The most we get is like when Benjamin Bratt Lone holds up his badge. Yep. You see the badge. It looks like an LAPD badge. Really? Yeah. It's like the 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 city tower, and then it's got the sun oh, rays around sure, it. Sure. I'm like, okay, no, this doesn't yeah. look like LA. It does not look like LA, and it's there's too much foot traffic for LA, right? Like, no, I mean like LA. Mm-hmm. I think it was driving. I've never mm-hmm. been there, but you know. All right, so um, she's Patience Phillips. She's a failed artist. That's the thing. She's never really even a failed artist. She just kind of gives well, up on her dream. Well, she describes herself. Yeah, but she's not. Artist. She never gave it a try, which I guess Maybe leads to the, the f- fact that she's yeah. you know so timid and shy, and you know, and that's what this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, listen, we're trying to find uh, logic here. So she works for a company called Hader Beauty, which is led oh, by the Merovingian. Merovingian. <laughs> and, and Sharon Stone being shot with about 40 pounds of Vaseline on the lens. Oh my God. It's, it is uncomfortable. Yeah. Holy cow. And I'm like, guys, what are we doing? It's. It's just, every, it's, it's like every time every time there's a close up of Sharon Stone, it's like I can't see what it's so fuzzy. I can't see what's I there. I thought I thought my I uh, thought the stream was buffering. <laughs> I'm like, uh, is Google just buffering right now? No, nope, no, nope, nope, that's just that's, how she's being shot. Yeah, I noticed she's never in a two shot during that. Like even when the Merovingian gets close to her later in the movie, George, he, he's the Merovingian. Like, yeah, that's right. I, I must touch your face, but <laughs> my face can't get in your shots. Uh. Yeah, or we it, might see, a, and I understand kind of the part of it in that they're trying to make it that she has no wrinkles, right? Because of what Which she's is been a plot using. Point, yeah, right? Violine. 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 Which is this beauty cream that has not yet hit the market, and yet somehow there's a whole. So, I, well, Alex Borstein, <laughs> who's so funny in this movie, Savicki. Savicki. She says. Um, 
she says, well, because uh, she's putting it on her face in the next scene and patients like. I don't even know how you get it. It's not even in production yet. We have our ways. Hmm? Shakes her boobs. <laughs> gross. It's, yeah. This, so gross. Yeah. Is that the scene where she has it literally like lathered onto her chin like it's spackled? No, that's, that's, oh, that's uh, later? That's, okay. Yeah, that's uh, Sharon Stone later. Oh, Sharon. Okay, yeah. It's, uh, wow. Holy cow. What do we want to talk about in here? So the beginning of the movie kind of tracks very similar to Selena Kyle from the Burton Batman sure, returns, sure. She, right? And, and uh, she's it just feels like meek. that was left over from when they were going to put Michelle Pfeiffer in it. Sure. And, and if you wanted it to be the same universe, which I'm assuming was the original intent, then that makes sense. Let's just fix it. Like, Well, uh, listen, I, y- yes, agree, <laughs> or don't make this movie. Yeah, God. Oh, okay. So what do we want? What do we want to talk about? I mean... Listen, so here's the thing. Let's go through. She has this death and rebirth, right? So, But what causes the rebirth? The cat, midnight. Do, do the, do the, what is it, an Egyptian Mao? An Egyptian Who, Mao. Uh, uh, Francis, what's her face from? Uh, Francis Conroy? From uh, 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 Joker. Six Feet Under. Oh, she in Joker too? I haven't seen Joker. W- wait a minute. Wait a minute. I you haven't, haven't seen, seen Joker. Joker yet? Oh my God, Todd. We've been over this. I haven't seen it yet. I was doing assassins. Oh my god, she's she's she's, she's the mother. Mom? Yes. Oh no. Yes, she, and she's wonderful. She's pretty good in this, but the way she says Mao. She's an Egyptian Mao. Have you never said that word before? She's like an Egyptian Mao. She really she really mouths the shit out of that <laughs> AU, right? Mm-hmm. Is that a diphthong? No, two vowels. Dip, no. Or is that what's the what's a diphthong is uh, when you close two consonants. Uh, no, it's a singing thing. It's when you close your... Uh, well, when we used to learn phonetics, which you young kids probably haven't, a diphthong was one of the... How fucking dare you. <laughs> Is this where we're going now? Yeah. Because we don't want to talk a about dip, A sound formed by the combination of two vowels in a single syllable in which the sound begins as one vowel and moves towards another, as in coin, loud, Inside, Mao is a diphthong. Mao. Bam! Yes. She's apparently never said a diphthong before. Or at least that one. Uh, I would much rather talk phonetics than Catwoman. <laughs> I'd much rather be taught phonetics. Oh um, yes. So yeah, it's a it's a stupid like happenstance because <laughs> this is going to be such a short episode. We just are ready to jump to the end. I I did like the scene where there were some scenes that I was like, all right, that's that's harmless. Um, where she gets called into the Merovingian's office. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he's yelling at her. I have no idea why I expected your art to show better taste than your wardrobe. Then Sharon said to turn around and goes, Oh, for God's sake, George. Let her fix it. She's good and you know it. Whatever. Yeah, so there's this whole like bait and switch where it looks like but but see, even this is poorly done. Mm-hmm. We are meant to think that George, George Hadare. The um, Merovingian. The Merovingian, the <laughs> philandering husband of Michelle Fe- or of Sharon Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, we're meant to think that he is the bad guy, except, what, 15 minutes into the movie, we when see- she's killed, we hear Laurel, Sharon yeah. Stone, like, you know, directing her scientist, basically, who says, listen, this cream has got some problems. If, if you keep using it, 
um, you'll become addicted and there's you'll serious side effects. You'll become a monster. We hear and then see Laurel saying, like, care, I don't yeah. care. But how does Patience get there? She's got to get the... It's, oh, that's the dumbest. She's yeah. got to get the, the files there. She, uh, it's it's oh, a, no, a the piece files. of physical artwork. Yeah, she's, she's got to get the artwork there. and The messenger service just doesn't have anyone? Well, to be fair, it's midnight. It's close to... Yeah, it's got to be there by midnight. And it's Which, late. how fast does she get there? Because it looks like they're deep in whatever city this is. Well, they're when, in, they're and in and the Hedera lab. It's... It, but it's a different building. Right, right. It's not a, right. So we have the the Hader office building, which, which is looks in like, like it, downtown. Yeah, and then they're at the docks. I'm like, no, 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 no. The Hader lab is on like Alcatraz Island in oh, the middle it, of the bay. Is it an island? Well, it, it looks like it. It's it's got that rocky coast because it's not it's not a waterfront like with a pier. It's not where the so again it, the, the time listen, you see the time sure. on the the the, clo- the screensaver on the computer okay. that says it's eleven forty eight. Oh Jesus! Well, How the fuck did she get anywhere twelve minutes in, in a metropolitan area? Let's That's say she like, drives hundred miles an hour. She goes up to the front entrance, rings locked. the buzzer, <laughs> no one answers. So she goes around the back, just, which is apparently open. It just does a mild B and E, you know, no big deal. Now you are a evil corporation. Ready to sell this product that will turn its your customers into monsters, and you leave the back door to the lab, not the office building, mind you, the lab wide open. Wide open, because she just walks in. Uh huh. And and again, this felt beat for beat, not beat for beat. Conceptually, this felt very similar to Batman Returns. Selena Kyle, Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie, basically accidentally overhears or discovers an accounting mistake or and she she well, uncovers what she shouldn't we'll uncover. get to that when we when we do that movie. but but again that felt like oh is this a vestige of when it was just a spin-off of the burton batman you know it's got to be it's got to be right? it's got to be because it's so specific it's she, the exact same thing like to the point where in this version she she's like oh i'm sorry i'll just leave no one ever has to know blah 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 uh let's talk about that the the dude that in a roundabout way, is the one that actually kills patients. Just doesn't follow Generic orders. Bad guy number one. The guy says, "Seal the door." That's all he tells them to do. He seals the door, then turns on the dump to dump all the toxic waste out. I wanted to cut back and have him be like, "Dude, I just told you to seal the door." <laughs> That's right. You like, straight whoa. up murdered that person. Right. I, we just wanted, to, you know, we just wanted to scare her. We just wanted to scare. That's right. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk about something we've overlooked because I feel like her talent far outshines this movie. The amazing Alex Borstein, who is Patience's best friend, Sally, Mm -hmm. who is, of course, the- Lois Griffin. The brilliant Lois Griffin. And she's also on the marvelous Miss Maisel. She's on that now. She was on uh, the short-lived HBO series, Getting On, and she was wonderful in that. Did you do you guys watch Miss Maisel? Aubrey does and loves it. I need to to go back and watch Mm -hmm. it, yeah. Aubrey, Aubrey raves about it. She may be the best thing in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yes. And Though I say she's that, got a weird character quirk that I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, there's a whole, listen. Most of this movie has like been the, going. The fact that all she wants patience to have is some sweet, sweet D. Yeah. Now, like, like she, she straight up passes out and is in the hospital having tests done. She's like, did you bang that dude yet? Did you bang him? I'm wait, like, wait a minute. When you mean the you mean the the scene where she's basically taken over the nurses station. <laughs> Like I'm like, well, that's not how this works. Like literally, the nurse moves out of her way and she comes around and sits down. I'm like, uh-huh. what is happening in this hospital? What's happening in this movie? Yeah, 
so Alex Borstein might be the best thing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's hard for me to say, only because I am such a fan of Benjamin Bratt. He is the oh, star. Well, he, uh, is, he is. He's the, walking through this movie. He is. He, he is. knows he's like. But you know the, the amazing Blood In Blood Out movie. Have you ever seen that? No. It follows this story of three cousins in L.A. Oh. Who, like in like Latino gangs and is this is this bearded Benjamin Bratt? Uh, at various points, he is he is bad guy, good guy. I comes have a, into conflict. I have a pet theory that Benjamin Bratt is better when he has facial hair. Oh, that's interesting. Think about it. Okay. Oh, how about how does he have facial hair in Doctor Strange? I could just look it up. Right I now, think I feel like he does. If, and he's he great does. in Doctor Strange. He, he is great in Doctor. He's got he's got the 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 thankless really tough job of info dumping to get the character to its next um, mission and right. he does it great. You're like, wait, tell me yep. more. He's got yes. he's got the goatee, the mustache and goatee. That is not him in the actual movie. This one's him. There he is. This is when this is when Mordo confronts him. Oh, the end credit scene. Does he? Why are we spending this? Much? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yes, he has facial hair and I in Doctor it, Strange, and he is clean shaven in this, and he's not like. It, let's what, talk about the, what could his we introduction. Get him, what could we get him into the MCU? As? Well, he's already in the MCU. Sorry, right. buddy. Damn it! <laughs> I was thinking Gladiator with X Men. You know the Shi'ar, oh, no, the, the head of the Shi'ar Imperial Guard. The uh, isn't it Shi'ar? Oh, I've always said Shi'ar, but. Sure, she are sure. Either way, is this like Themyscira, where no one knew how to pronounce it until sure. we heard it? Went oh, yeah. To the point where for a while they're like, "It's Paradise Island," because <laughs> so no easier. one can say together. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about his introduction into this movie. Oh fuck! There's a cat. She follows a cat onto a ledge, panicked. Uh huh. Which I'm like, don't cats go on ledges all the time? No, I'm not a cat up, person. Up where he was, that's dangerous. But. There's like a fire escape there. No, there's yeah, not. That's the whole thing. There's no fire escape. So not on that side. No, nope. because there's a fire escape on the other side of her apartment, because because that's how she gets into her apartment after she dies. She jumps oh, up onto the fire escape. Fuck, you're so right. So I'm is that like, the, is that the fuck other that cat? Walk the around, layout, bitch. Minute, the layout of her apartment is so weird. Oh my god! It's like Let's it's like even... a it's like a friend's thing where she has an apartment that would be millions of dollars in this city. She's got two. Whoa, whoa, she's got whoa, two whoa. sides don't, of the building. Don't go after friends because they explain <laughs> it in episode two. How do they explain? It? Monica's grandmother lived there, and it is rent controlled. And they lied to the landlord and say that they still that she still lives there, even right. though she's dead. Got it. Okay. Where are the people of color? Answer me that. Batman. There's plenty. Charlie, Aisha Tyler, both Joey and Ross dated her. Don't come after me with friends. Okay. So one. So there's one black person. How many colored people are in uh, uh, Seinfeld? Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> no one seems to go after Seinfeld. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Uh, all right. I'm already riled up about this bad movie. Don't start pushing my friends' buttons. Anyways, she yeah. she goes on the ledge. It is a misconstrued a suicide attempt. It, <laughs> but he, so funny. He literally is driving and does the old like you know cranks the wheel to the left, screeches as he pulls up to the curb, jumps out and flashes his badge from the sidewalk and starts trying to. I wanted her to be like, "Is that supposed to mean something?" Yeah, right. Like, you have a badge. Good yeah. for you. Oh, it's the dumb. It's the dumbest meat cute I think I've ever seen. It's a horrible meat cute. Right. Like to the point where she's like, "This cat." And he's and like, it's a real beauty. Very cute. 
the, cat, the cat's not up here anymore. Okay, and, and I'm, I'm sure that makes you very sad. You're a bad negotiator. You what? may be a good... De- he's also a bad detective. Let's start there. Sure. He's, like, well horrible at and, being a detective. And what's his name, Casey? Uh, what is his name? Tom Lone. Does he have a partner? No, he's lone. He's had some, but you know, he just he's, he's too <laughs> dedicated. He's too dedicated to his job. Oh, I just got that bad writing for you. Oh, uh, I need more. The the misunderstanding happens. She realizes she's late for work. She rushes off. He picks up her wallet that she's dropped in the stairwell, and I'm like, "Is this a Cinderella?" Like, I I there were all these things. Where I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to be a reference back to something else, like. Is it Cinderella? He's picking up the glass slipper, and that's how we will find her. Yes. I don't fucking know. So um, the Merovingian has uh, is basically kicked, kicked Laurel, Sharon Stone to the curb for Drina, the new face of his company. Um, it, it's, which which she, she gives him a burn, but uh, the pedantic in me had to look it up. Resist the urge to date children born the same day they invented the cell phone. Well, the cell phone was invented... <laughs> In 1973. <laughs> so older than me. Yep. <laughs> thanks for playing. And that's just lazy writing because yeah. everyone thinks, oh, well, the cell phone, you know, 90s. early 90s. Yeah. No, it was around for like 20 years that before that. Sense. Good job. And I, I didn't know the exact, but I'm like, it's earlier than the joke they're trying to make right now. Yeah. That, yeah. That's perfectly indicative. Like, it, so just I don't want to throw shit, but it feels like there's, it, it's not very good. And it How makes me wonder, is it because they didn't care? No, they thought they were being smart with that line because the two burns she gives before that are pretty good, but she ends with that got one. It, and I was got like, it. You, you. So the idea is that she she has a razor wit, even if she's longer in the tooth, right? Mm-hmm. And she has a rant later about she turned 40 and people ignore her, um, which is, you know, kind of indicative of Hollywood. Yeah, but then ironic. How do I reconcile that with the with the layer of Vaseline they have on the lens? Is that just done because they're trying to hide every single? And like you look at Sharon Stone now, she looks great. You, she yeah. aged very well. She, she almost looks overexposed in the yep. close-ups of her. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's, that's I can't the, tell what they're trying. Is that to make her to, look bad? No, they're trying to hide every imperfection but on it, her face. Yeah, um, it, it, she comes off as looking inhuman. Yep. So, but she's been using this stuff for yeah, years. Okay, all right. Which is a problem too, because we find out at the end of the movie, it's made her face diamond hard. Sure, marble. But, yeah. But Catwoman's fucking kicking it left and right, and nothing's happening to her when they're fighting later. Are you suggesting that there is some weaknesses in the in the story? Yes. Um, yes, I am. So we referenced oh. Savicki, the scientist oh, yeah. earlier. Yeah. Couple points. So one, oh wait, you're th- you said Savicki is the scientist. Yes. Alex Borstein isn't Savicki. Alex Borstein is. Oh, you're right. Uh, I'm sorry. Sally. Oh, Alex Borstein. Yes, I'm sorry. Why did I don't know. Oh my God. Sorry. Uh, Go I wanted to talk Savic- about Savicki. Go right ahead. We, we can no, no. Go right ahead. So the actor, Peter Wingfield, he looked familiar to me. I had yeah, to look up. me too. So it was such a weird show. And it was like, you could tell, I'd love to see a re-envisioning of the story because the, the source material had so much opportunity and it fell apart so quickly. Oh, no. Of Highlander. Dude. The source, the, the, the original movie. It's just a fun movie, right? And it offers these possibilities. The quickening is an abomination. Whichever version you watch. The sorcerer, yeah. Yeah. um, There was a TV series starring Adrian Paul playing the cousin of 
Connor McLeod. Mm-hmm. He was Duncan McLeod, the new mm-hmm. Highlander. Um, so does, there was. Does what's his face ever show? Peter up Wingfield is a re- he's a long running character. His name is who? I'm sorry. The, uh, yes. Um, not obviously. Christopher Lambert. Yeah, is in he the shows up? he's in the premiere, yeah. and I can't remember if he comes back for the finale. But he he definitely starts. But how can he be there? Because there can only be one. Oh, uh, listen! Aha! There, there you go. Um, but Peter Wingfield has uh-huh. this long-running character, Methos. He's like a he's like a Roman immortal. He's been oh. around that long. Kind of like filling the almost like he's not exactly the mentor that Ramirez is to Christopher Lambert. Oh, okay. That Sean Connery is. Christopher yeah, Lambert. yeah, yeah. But but he's but that kind idea. of a yeah. He's he's older than. Than Adrian Paul is blah blah, um, but he was also uh, Peter Wingfield, the actor, was also in X Two X Men United. He was yes, that's why I had to bring him back. He was one of the cr- one of the soldiers in Stryker's crew. Was he the main one? He had a name. Yes. He had a name. Yeah. He's the one. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's the one that like when they're gonna blow the dam. He's, yes, he's like think, the one that's right there with Stryker. The whole, he's the one that's got the uh, that when they're trying to break the code for the uh, for Cerebro, yep. he's the one that's there. He's got the the makeup on his face. They all do, but that, that uh, I mean by makeup, I mean the his, uh, he is Stryker soldier Lyman. So mm-hmm. the fact that he has a uh, name probably means yeah, it's probably yeah. him. Oh yeah. wow, yeah, he's got such a cool. So kind wait of distinctive a minute. Look. So he did Catwoman in two thousand three, and X Men. X two is two thousand four. Well, remember these are the years the movies are released. You know they don't always line up right ahead of that. And, and I, probably I, I can't imagine. He, but he probably wasn't on set for X two for more than what a day, a few he's days. A, he's yeah. a day player, yeah. day, so, day or two. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, doesn't you know for him it was Thursday. <laughs> well, with this one it was. And to be fair, yeah. And to be fair, he's because got to be fair, he's got the scene in the beginning where he's having second thoughts, mm-hmm. and then he's a corpse. When <laughs> Laurel has killed him to make it look like the Catwoman killed him, right? There's there's claw marks and sc- nope, not on him. Oh no, that's George, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What else? So, what okay. else are we gonna talk about? So I mentioned that uh, Lone is a terrible detective. So <laughs> yes, there's a scene where uh, the Merovingian and his new girlfriend are at like some sort of ripoff circus Cirque Soleil. Soleil, but very specifically not labeled Anything. in any way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like, we're no, totally no, no. not Cirque du Soleil. Please don't sue us. Right. Um, we can't, we can't afford that. We're right. prob- but they have these massive swings and amazing costumes. And in swinging, do you know what an intellilite is? Mm. Yes, Those they are swinging- the, the ones that, that can move, that you program Pinpoint. them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So why do they need to be swinging? They can go wherever you need them to go. They th- are on... Um, pivots themselves. I think they were. I got the sense that they got like knocked loose and they were just swinging. No, because they, oh. they kept going. They were purposely. Oh, it, it was like the uh, the chompers. It thing. was. It was totally the chompers. I. Oh my god. What is this thing? I mean, there's no useful purpose for there to be a bunch of choppy, crushy things in the middle of a hole. No, I think we shouldn't have to do this. It makes no logical sense. Why is it here? Because it's on the television well, show. Forget it. I'm not doing it. This episode was badly Um, yes, but during uh, that scene, that's where Catwoman kisses him. Yes, his- Patience and Lone have already kissed, so I'm sorry, but he should realize that is patience. Well, the concept for this Catwoman is it, it's almost a Jekyll and Hyde, right? It's almost Catwoman is the repressed. 
well, it's you know, the same way with the spirit. Michelle Pfeiffer one too. Yeah, yeah, yes. Again, it's that same thing. So I can, I'm okay with they wouldn't. They actually, I would expect that they would not kiss the same. But he connects Catwoman to Patience because he has a lip print, which is the dumbest. Like a, a lip print mixed with one of the diamond well, pieces. Yeah. Well, he finds the jewelry in and, her apartment. Like that by itself, but then the and de- I'm sorry, the as decisive- a cop, she, he should have woken her up and been like, "Hey, I got some questions for you." He shouldn't I, have left. I, listen, I, listen. And I, also during that scene, where the fuck did Catwoman get that phone that somehow is connected directly to? So Laurel gave her the phone because Catwoman goes oh, to confront have, Laurel. That. You yeah, Laurel. Go- Catwoman goes to Laurel's mansion. And this is when Laurel is playing up the angle like her husband is the bad guy. Uh-huh. This is this this yeah. misdirection. And Laurel gives her the phone. She's like, take my phone. She says something like, Well, how will I like I need your help to I need your help to take him down. Right, right, right. Here, take my phone. Well, the best part of that was like when it calls and she turns around that glamour shot and goes, It's me. I'm like, wait, is this video phone? Is this caller ID put into her own phone? It, and also yeah. Phones back then did not have that. Like, that was borderline what my phone can do. It was a visual. Sure, 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 sure. Like, a picture quality-wise. And I was just like... Yeah, when did the first iPhone come out? Wasn't it around 2008? That's an Nokia, so... No, I'm just saying, like, the iPhone What I'm saying is, uh, well, they're on the 10 right now, so yeah. No, yeah, but... 2000... 2008. 2008. Right around the time of the first Iron Man. Right. Yeah. So this is way ahead of the first smartphone. So there's yeah. no way it's going to look like that. Yeah. It's and just, I love this this beautiful picture. And then she gets on the phone and it all sounds like this. It sounds like an old telephone. <laughs> it's, it's like, right. well, God. She goes to the mansion. Listen, I, we're, not even, we're, not doing, we're not doing plot points. Like we've jumped. Like, what do you want to shit on? Uh, can we talk about the PTSD moment of when they do the basketball uh, thing? Oh, like, oh, oh God. My we are, God. We are so, back in Daredevil. So I don't. So I'm. I'm guessing it. It's gotten cut. If you're. If you're listening to this, it's probably been cut. But Christian called us while we were talking. That'll be in the bonus. Okay. So Christian asked, "Oh, have you talked about the basketball scene?" We're like, "No, but we're going to." <laughs> Let's talk about the basketball scene. So that means Christian has seen this movie. He has. Oh, buddy. Listen, I know. Oh. So, again, if this guy, if Pitoff was a visual effects supervisor, mm-hmm. that I'm sorry. Every every time she springs into action, the jewel thief, the uh, it looks it looks like a bad video game. I stand by that. The basketball the, looks the jewelry high scene that we'll we'll put a pin in, except for me to say that that may be the best fighting in the whole movie. It's not I, great. It's not great, but there's one move that she does in that that well, I guess we can pull the pin out and just talk about it now. Hmm. When she takes that one guy down with like the scissor flip down, sure, then comes out. Barrel rolls backwards, then does like a backwards handspring to kick the guy. I was like, "All right, that was pretty cool looking." So and it didn't look like there was any wires. It looked like it was all the stunt woman, or actually the stunt man. Was it a stunt man? There was a man that did a lot. Of oh, these I think I've heard that. Yeah. I think I've heard that. So you know, the sad part is, no, I, I think of Scarlett. I, I think of uh, Scarlett Johansson. You mm-hmm. know, and how she prepared and how a. F- how effectively Black Widow comes off on screen. Sure. Now, to be fair, this movie is, you know, predates... But it's only five years. Right, right. But um, it works with Scarlet Witch. I, I have a note in here. Black I can't Widow. tell if Catwoman... Or, Black yeah, Black Widow. Widow sorry. Um, I have a note in here. I can't tell whether Catwoman is wire work or CGI, but overwhelmingly, with the exception of a couple shots, 
overwhelmingly, it just looks bad. And it looks like bad video game it animation. It looks like cutscenes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, but this, I, the cutscenes I'm skipping. But maybe that was it. Maybe that was the... Because everything up to that point looks so bad that this practical flip around, I was like, oh, that that looked pretty good. Like later in the yeah. movie, Halle Berry does her own cartwheel at one point, And I was like, that was the best cartwheel they had for her. And I she can do worked. a better cartwheel than she that. She worked. She trained extensively. So there's a Brazilian martial art that goes back to um, slave populations mm-hmm. um, called capoeira. Uh-huh. And it said there was a there was one bad late 80s early 90s martial arts movie that was about capoeira um i'd have to jim jim cotta no not jim cotta that's even earlier that's a horrible movie uh but it's basically there's a cop who knows capoeira and you know he uses that to defeat the bad guys oh yeah 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 um and i feel like it's the guy who was the host of iron chef america is the actor in that um only the strong. That's the mm. movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the lead is Mark DeCascos is Lewis Stevens. Yes. He's the host of American. Cause the, hang on. Oh, hang on. Is he? Oh, he's in John Wick. Agents of Shield. Yeah. He was he, gl- oh yeah. Play-era. He's the he's the the guy that's chasing John Wick in John Wick Three, isn't it? He must be. Isn't that the one that's like oh, I'm a big fan? Yeah, Iron Chef America the series. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the that's, yes. Oh, my God. So he's a very accomplished martial artist. And Capoeira is an interesting martial art. I'm of the opinion it looks really good in movies. The leg, the history of it is that you know slave populations were not able to do anything that would allow them to defend themselves, basically. Mm-hmm. So they masked a martial arts style within dance moves. Right. So it looks beautiful on film. Sure. And Except in this as movie. a necessity. Well, that's the thing. Like she really worked at it, and it makes sense. But it just does not come across. I read in the notes that it took uh, Halle Berry only ninety minutes of whip training to master the whip, and I wanted to say maybe yeah. she should have spent yeah. some more time. Master question mark? <laughs> like be able to not hurt herself is pretty much where yeah. she got to. Like there's a longstanding uh, rumor in in Hollywood that Halle Berry is kind of a diva. Sure. I, um, yep. So maybe it was like, yeah, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm, I'm done now, Halle. But no, I'm done. <laughs> you know, like maybe that's what happened. I'm not saying anything disparaging. Please don't sue us. We don't have any money. But like, <laughs> come at us, bro. Come on. Oh, you son of a bitch. But like, yeah. you look at like, ugh, we keep bringing it up. Sure. Batman Returns. Okay. The scene where she whips all the heads off of the mannequins sure. and then skips away. Yep. She did that because that was the first take and she was so proud of herself and then just left it in the movie. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Th- uh, this movie just made me so angry to watch. I was so, so angry. So the final, like, so let's talk about first sure. fight. Sure. Because we got to talk about first fight. Sure. That's, that's, the, that's jewelry the jewelry heist. heist. I love how the jewelry <laughs> heist people, not. the cat burglars in essence, go from cat burglars to straight up murderers like that. They yes. don't just fire once to try and get her down. They empty their entire shotgun um, cartridge. It's not a cartridge, would it be? No, what the would cartridge be? would be an individual shell. It's a the chamber? Chamber is the, f- that's one probably. The, uh, what's the term What would for it that? be called? The the repository. So where are the shells stored in a shotgun? What is the term for that? The pump is what. The well, that's what brings. They're using forth. a pump action. Yeah. Um. It's got. A, it must be the mag. It must have an internal magazine. So cycle from the mag. It, it must be it, the ma- the term must be magazine. Let's just say they they empty all the shells that they have in their shotguns 
onto this banister. <laughs> yes. And I'm sorry, is that banister full of smoke bombs? Because an enormous amount of dust is formed there. That's to yeah. hide the fact that, oh, surprise, they she's didn't kill her. Because, uh, man, wouldn't it have been great if, like, they emptied the, and the dust cleared and she's just hanging there dead? Credits. <laughs> I What's the movie with Rain Wilson? Super. I can't wait till we get to Super. There's a scene in Super that does not I, sit well with me. I'm Listen, th- but the movie, the I'd movie, rather watch that movie. The movie for, and yeah. on the whole, that movie. And it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's James Gunn. Yeah, sure. I know. Yeah, so, I mean, first fight, I mean, again, I got to be honest with you. Anything good that was happening, I could not get over how bad the, the CGI. CGI looked to me. Like so she's when sudden, she's, she's when, suddenly Spider Man. Yeah. So when she's when she's running, obviously when she's running like horizontally ac- around the walls, that's obviously CGI. There were moments that I couldn't tell, like when she's leaping, I was like, "Is that wire work?" Some is wire work, some but, is CGI, and some it's practical. But it's almost like, let's see, we whatever choice they made, it seemed like they they went with what looks shittier on film. We'll do that one. It seemed like that was their consistent and choice that, all the time. Is that when she's wearing the BDSM, or is she still just in the leather, in just the leather coat um, and the leather pants? Yeah. So boy. Uh, I think that, that is when she's got the original leather outfit that mm-hmm. that her buddies have given her. The, the you, oh, you mean the stereotypical uh, sex crazed best friend sh- and the uh, borderline offensive gay, gay man, man character. Yeah. Hey, man, sandwich, twelve o'clock. That outfit costs some money. Like, I which one? Listen, the one that they gave her. That they there's a note like basically it's like the date night outfit. Mm-hmm. If that's leather, they've spent hundreds of dollars on that. Casey, you're arguably my best friend. Yeah. I'm not giving you a $300 leather outfit. I love you, man. Well, do, I'm listen. Not, yeah. Same. Right. <laughs> okay, good. Same. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, it's... Oh, my it's, God. But So let's talk about that. They really I, want her to get laid. I am a filthy man. So I was uncomfortable with the with the costume that we very quickly progressed to, which with is a no BD, explanation. It's a BDSM harness. With, with a bra. Right, with a bra. Uh, chaps with leather panties. It's it is that not. I'm not okay with the it. chaps. And how are we introduced to them with an ass shot? You now, know, don't uh, get me wrong. The female yeah. form, especially Halle Berry's female form, Beautiful. is wonderful. However, I believe this is where the term the male gaze yeah. is a perfect example. So oh, sc- it's you know, uncomfortable. Scarlett Johansson, the Black Widow. Mm-hmm. You know, Marvel has been rightfully criticized, and that we've talked about like the ass shots of Scarlett Johansson, including oh, the in, marketing poster for the Avengers, right? And also in um, Winter Soldier when they're sure. on the barge, like sure. there's the part where she literally just walks in front of the camera. It's like ass, yeah. sure. <laughs> but but at least her costume is like is like head to like. Head, head to toe, to toe leather. leather, which leather is has great protective properties, so at least it makes sense. Mm-hmm. If they had at least kept the original leather costume, I'd be like, okay, look, that's she's got protection from that. Sure, she can still theoretically move a little bit. When she, when she goes to the BDSM outfit, even I'm like, listen, I like my pornography in my pornography, <laughs> and my action in my comic book movies in my comic book movies, and yeah. those two should not cross. No, right? Like it's. It's bad. It's, it's bad. It's uncomfortable. There was a point where having to watch this to record for today, 
I may have had to watch it downstairs. Mm. And Danny's like, is there anything objectionable for the kids? And the first thing I thought of was that costume. I went, yes. Yeah. And I'd never seen the movie. I just remember seeing the poster and be like, oh, that's out of line. Sure. But the worst part is it they could they didn't have to go to that costume. No. They could have kept look, the Michelle Pfeiffer costume is form fitting and But it's it's but explained at least. Sure, she sews together, right? Like yeah, it's, th- yeah. this is clearly I mean, and then Listen, Halle Berry's an amazing actress. Monsters Ball is an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. She's clearly talented. In the right thing. In the right thing. I feel she's bad. She's not like. Who, she's not who Meryl Streep. Who has it off worse in this movie? Benjamin Brad, who clearly knows he's in a bad movie and is just like, whatever, it's a paycheck. Or Halle Berry, who's trying to do really interesting. She's got to carry things. the movie. Like, uh, yeah. What she doesn't do well is when she keeps discovering a new power. Um, what's the movie that we just did where they're discovering their powers and they have such a subtle way of realizing? Max Steel? No. Was it? No, it was good. It was. Well, oh, it was good. It wasn't Max Steel. I can't remember what it was, but like when she uncomfortably, when she catches the catnip ball and just starts rubbing him, like that is unattractive. There, yes. I'm not saying that everything in the movie has to be attractive, but don't, don't make it unattractive. I was reminded a number of times of Will Ferrell's SNL audition. <laughs> where he, he was like the human cat. Uh-huh. And I was like, it felt like she was doing that. Sure. And why? Okay, but she's why? Catwoman. I get it. But yeah. And it, like, okay, Eartha Kitt. Like, and she, she gives she a little. She channels the, the purr. But her purr is like, it starts out nice and then it just goes too far. It's like, whoops. What a perfect idea. You cross the threshold because yeah. Eartha Kitt's is beautifully yeah. sexy. Yeah. And yeah. then like. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer is dripping sexuality in that movie, but in the best way and not in a, they're not sexualizing Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer is sexual in that part. I hear you. Yep. And yes. And it it doesn't feel the same way in this movie. It does not. It's uncomfortable to watch at times. Yeah. It's both. Both. Do we care about the final fight with Sharon Stone? So she apparently has superpowers because she's slathered on about a quarter of an inch of spackle on her neck, which, which is, is her one neck. Of, which is like one of the oddest moments in a bad movie when she has this like, it's like the zinc oxide, right? <laughs> like, but but how about the way she's sitting in the in the seat? Like she's all like, um, sec- it, the, the the sexualization of women in this movie, it's it's wrong. It's- w- when the message is clearly supposed to be condemning that, the movie does it repeatedly throughout the whole movie, right? And yeah. I think that's part of the problem with this movie. Uh, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. And oddly, do you know what? I, I find Halle Berry more attractive pre Catwoman. I don't know why. I just, yeah. I, she's got such a natural she, beauty. Because she's an actual woman. Yeah. And yeah. then, and well, it also might have something to do with her. May I speak to your manager haircut that she has? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> she become, I think that's a Karen. Yeah. A Karen, a Karen. The yeah. Karen. Yeah. The Karen. Can yeah. I speak to your manager? That's right. Um, you know, you know what that fight with Sharon Stone needed? Was uh, Ajax from Deadpool? He's like, listen, hang on, I got you. Can don't feel pain. I got this. Uh-huh. That would have been a better fight. Why does she not feel pain? Is she lathering it on her her entire body? She must be. I, listen, who who the fuck knows or cares? <laughs> we got to talk about something with this movie, man. But then she's like, so it makes her face like living marble, and yet Catwoman is able to damage her face at the end. So how with well, the with the diamonds? With the diamonds, I, I guess. I just I guess so, you know, Laurel falls to her death because she's too vain. She's hang you know, Catwoman knocks her out of the open window. She's hanging from the gir- from the the rigging. Uh-huh. 
Um, and when Catwoman tries, you know, says, take my hand, Laurel is struck by how now she has the imperfections and can't focus and falls to her death. My God. So, so bad guy dead. Are, this are this the, is gonna be a nice short episode. Are the are the police and not Gotham City morons? Yeah. Well, first of Cat all, Catwoman is uh, they arrest she walk, patients. She literally walked out of the jail cell. Oh, when 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 the cat when uh when Midnight pushed himself through the thing, I wrote, "If she walks through those bars, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking lose my mind." And she did. <laughs> and then I wrote to be read in the voice of Jason Manzoukas. What? <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's 100%. Yeah. What is happening? So Benjamin Bratt shows up. He gets shot. He And I did like the point where she, he's like trying to get her to say that she's patience. Listen, I want you to know I'm sorry. I should have trusted you all along. You're confusing me with somebody else. Come on, patience. Dude, I know. <laughs> but at the end, he's like, you know, if you get back to the cell... If Catwoman's been out doing all this, it'll be hard. A, yeah. It'll be hard. Except someone probably went and checked on her, right? Epstein like, didn't oh. kill himself. <sighs> <laughs> Listen, are you looking for logic in this movie? Some. Spoiler. Some? It's not there. Can there just be some? That, no, apparently not. So it ends with there's this whole bit of, you know, the Catwoman is this primal spirit it represents the duality of women they're nurturing and ferocious blah, blah, freedom blah. is power she's independent blah, blah. and also and she, of course and she also leaves. boobs <laughs> and right right and boobs. let's not forget boobs. Right. um she leaps down it feels very daredevil when she jumps down yes that was the second time where i was like oh no we're yeah. in the daredevil movie a lot of the time when she's jumping into like the rigging type stuff i'm like oh there's daredevil that's daredevil she walks away in like it, it's into like a, someone, into a full moon. Someone who has just realized their female form and is like trying to walk sexy, but not doing her job. That's <laughs> yeah. And movie. movie. Oh, how long was that? That's that's good. Okay. Listen, so, listen, get, listen. If you get, if you all are disappointed with how short this episode is, we're sorry, but. We don't Did want to talk about it either. Watch the movie. Yeah, because if you if you didn't go First watch all, the movie, you know, and you'll go. Oh, that's this exactly. movie's an hour and forty four minutes, and it's easy to make this an uh, hour and a half movie. It's so easy to make this could, movie. Could a we tight go for a tight fifty five? Could we go <laughs> for a tight fifty five? You know what? During the bank robbery scene, I'm like, if this had been like an internet short of just this scene, I would have been like, yeah, it's cheesy. Yeah, the effects don't look great, but sure. I spent three no, minutes watching this. You know what? If I'm going to go watch a, a uh, an internet short of a superhero, I'm going to go watch Laundry Day and love it, <laughs> as opposed to anything related to this shit show. Which, when we Technical get to term, Tom Jane's uh, Punisher, Patreon bonus should be Laundry Day. A hundred percent. Okay, so Todd. Yes. Oh, God, we got some questions. Uh, Why did we watch this movie? That's because, a question. Hey, Shannon, thanks. Uh, listen, I feel bad saying that because I know she felt bad when we pull, when she pulled it. And I thought about cutting her ass us to pull again but i wanted people to know that we she, don't do that and she truly did she, she was so sad she was like please pull a different movie we're like no we can't <laughs> we can't this is the rule <laughs> see uh max steel and master of the universe oh fuck okay all right yeah let's uh let's answer some questions hey todd who was your mvp oh most <laughs> valuable performer I, you, you know I, I i feel like he did a fine job of being the slime ball in misdirection um, the Merovingian. 
I love George. Keep calling him Matt. Yeah, whatever the fuck his name is. He's a French actor. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Casey, how about you? Midnight. Oh, the cat. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. Um, even even the weird CGI, I thought Midnight was going to hawk a, a uh, hairball up <laughs> yeah, on her yes. Midnight. That, that, even that would have been acceptable. And why, just go back to the movie real quick. Why was that Midnight CGI, but all the cats around were real? What was happening in that scene? How Never could, work with children or animals. Yeah, really. um, Casey, what is your <laughs> favorite character? Who is your favorite character? Midnight. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, the mayor of Indian. Yeah, he, he may not be a good actor, like sure. a, a talented actor, but he's real good at playing that oh, no, no. slime sure. ball. He's a very experienced. He's got like ninety some actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never. I've, I've yeah. only seen him as the mayor of Indian. Sure, and this. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, those are kind of the same character. Yeah, sex crazed, corrupt businessman. That's fair. Um, mine is Sally. Oh, I mean, it makes no sense. But the whole the whole subplot of her going after the doctor, who she ends up with, ends up with <laughs> for no reason. She she somehow manages to scam the hospital floor. Like, yeah, yeah, Sally, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, Todd, what was the best scene? Is there a good scene? I mean, I, I mean, she's almost like shoehorned into the movie. No, normally. In this movie, in the structure of this movie, mm-hmm. it should have been Ophelia, the old lady Francis, who, ex- Francis who does Conroy, yeah. Francis Conroy, who does the info dump. But even here, it's like at the same time unnecessary. Francis Conroy feels like she was given her lines literally right before they started shooting. Yeah, I, I mean, I gotta be honest with you, Casey. I don't know that I liked any literally anything in this movie. I'm gonna say it's a uh, no. I'll, I take that back. Oh. The the o- the only scene we didn't even talk about the. When she has first developed her powers and go kicks the shit out of her asshole neighbors, because I've lived next to people that yeah. suck and everyone wants to do what she. So did. were they asshole neighbors or was it a bar? I think it was actually a bar. There's a sign that says bar, but it, no, it can't be because it's an apartment door that they open. It's clearly someone's running like a, like that's their then apartment. Hey, patients call the cops. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that th- purely for the the satisfaction of. Everybody's wanted to do that to somebody. There you go. That's the scene. And once again, it, it is the there's one level of crime happening, so let's raise it up. Like <laughs> it's just a noise ordinance problem that patience is dealing sure. with. She vandalizes and she, assault and batteries in that scene. I'm right. just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Does she need to go out? Yes. Okay. P L is peeing. We'll be right back. Uh, where were we with questions? Um, so scene. that was my scene. Yeah, Casey, what's your best scene? It's got to be the. The the bas- the basketball scene. I mean, clearly, oh. that's, I'm just kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it's it's actually it's the the bank heist or the, the okay the jewelry the story. jewelry heist. Okay, it, because on its own, again, if that was just one thing, it would have caught your attention. Yeah, I would like fair. okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's not it's not the worst thing I've watched. Everything around it was. That's right. Oh my! Is it you? Me? It's okay. you. Oh no, because I asked you best scene, and because I just asked, answered it. So it's you. No, because oh yes, this is did. why we yes. shouldn't. This we is why we never. shouldn't have paused. Yeah. <laughs> All right. At um, the end. Hey, Casey. Yes. What is one and only one scene that you would cut? Okay. If it was one scene, it would probably be where Halle Berry catch. I would be fine with her catching the catnip and maybe just sniffing it under her. Um her nose yeah but the rubbing it all over her face i was like yeah that's what cats do i don't need to see a human do it yeah it's weird 
Yeah, yeah. So I'll be honest with you. Every time she does cat pantomime, it's uncomfortable to me. So I don't <laughs> really like any weird. of that. So I'd be okay with any of that going away. Um, I feel like, and again, so I'm, I'm up. I don't think you can make this movie better by cutting anything. I think the movie is just fundamentally flawed. True. One thing that make seems to make it especially bad is when they when they're trying to misdirect us that George is the bad guy. Right. We should not hear Laurel at the beginning telling Savicki. So they give away they give yeah, away, they give it away. So say before we yeah. get to it. Yeah. So that's that just seems dumb or bad editing. Or just bad direction. Or, so Todd. Yes. Who is the actor having the most fun? I think we're gonna have the same one. Sal, it's gotta be Alex yep. Borstein. It's Alex yeah. Borstein. Yeah. I don't know what movie she's in, but I want to watch that one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I'd she, watch that. It's almost like someone told her, "Hey, you're in a romantic comedy." <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. in a romantic she comedy. Totally is. Best friend. You're you're the quirky best friend in the rom- in the rom com, and I'm watching that movie. Yeah. Like when she passed out and was hospitalized, I was like, "Wait, come back." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were, yeah. Don't go away. Were, yeah, we need you. Oh no. We need you. Uh, okay. So, boy. The IMDb score was a 3.3 out of 10. Yeah, that's fine. That's right where it should be. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, the the best. But, yeah, it's it, it's it's. Oh God, it's the best descriptor is one of the worst films of all time. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I think we've talked about it. Would you watch it with your kids? No. 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 It's purely for besides the fact that it's a bad movie, the oversexualization of Halle Berry is not anything my daughter needs to see. Hundred percent, and my sons don't need to see it. No, either. that's yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, oh that was a movie. I don't remember who drew prior to. Does it matter? Was, you you drew Masters. Okay. Yes, okay. that's correct. Okay, so Casey. So it all heavy lies. The what is it? Heavy Somebody? hangs the head that wears, wears the, the crown. crown. Yeah, that's okay. it. Or the helmet. Don't don't let that fall out. That might be something good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that movie was. You keep. <laughs> Damn it, Todd. Spider Man Raimi. No. No, I don't want to watch Spider Man Two. Okay. Okay. All right. And now it's time to pick the next movie from Thor's helmet. Okay. Here we go. We have a randomly shuffled. PL. I need your powers. Movies. Yes. Underdog. You motherfucker. Oh. oh, oh! Look, you look happy. I'm oh, ha- yay! Um, I have a question for you. Yes, do you like penicillin on your pizza? <laughs> are we watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> we are. Which one? The, the original, the original live action. Wow. Which is we've discussed. We've t- yeah, I'm. I think is a pretty faithful adaptation of uh, the comic. Yes. To a point, I mean, they're to not point, as violent it, simply sure. because it was geared towards kids. But and the comic is not. But yes, the uh, Bean has seen this. I don't think either of my boys have. Uh, either of my two youngest, Christian, may have. Oh, I'm sure Christian saw. Yeah, this. he probably yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm okay. Hey, let's watch it. This is a fun movie. Our family grows. The city itself will be our playground to use as we please, rewarding ourselves and punishing our enemies. We've been looking for you, Miss O'Neill. There is a new enemy. Freaks of Oh no, that is not that is definitely not we are not watching the original. Okay, wait a minute. Let's just do that all again. Okay, and okay. but we should leave all this in uh, through the realization. Yeah, that's All right. So we okay. just had a, uh, a you know what? Not a terrible realization. 
So, um, Todd, okay. I, I, are these the animated ones? No, no. So let's explain it. So I pulled it and it said TMNT, but then in parentheses, we had TMNT 3. So that means the third series of TMNT movies. We've already done one of these. Which was the, the 2014. Right? So that means we're doing... But that was... With uh, starring Syracuse fan Stephen Amell, we are doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... The 2007... No, 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 keep going. It's not TM, it's not labeled TMNT. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. That's a different series? That's the one that we already did one for. The one oh, with Megan Fox. Yes. Okay, got it, got that, it, got it. The best scene in the yes. movie was the elevator scene. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. With Tony Shaloub as Splinter. And this one has Stephen Amell as Casey Jones. Right. Okay. So oh. let's watch that trailer. What's happening out there, Donnie? I don't know. It doesn't look good. Gear up, guys. Whoa! This beach is my recital. Bogey's on the bus. I think it's very vital. Hit the button. What button? There are a million buttons. Two buttons. All right. Back on top. Hit, 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 hit. Here we go. Here we go. What are you? Superheroes? <laughs> Just four brothers who hate bullies <laughs> and love this city. Whoa, whoa. This never works out well for you. What's your name? Casey Jones. Hey. One question. Are you two guys like a thing? I'm looking for Aaron Moore. But we could work with that. Me too. This is gonna be good! <laughs> Dude, bringing back the mohawk. Good for you. Oh, oh y'all got jokes, huh? Why are we going with the turtles? When something bad happens, you want to be with the turtles. We said we wanted. Hmm. We said we wanted <laughs> it's a good a, movie. Let's, it's a better movie. It's a better movie than what we watched. But for God's sakes, the the bar is buried in the ground, and we are just stepping on the ground that it is there. <laughs> I have not seen this movie since it came out on video. I remember enjoying it, but not liking it. That sounds really passive-aggressive. <laughs> right? Just simply because I don't remember. Now, I remember loving Stephen Amell. And to uh, Stephen Amell's... He is, I am most excited for him, and, 100%. And to Stephen Amell's credit, we are... I'm actually a little older than him by like a couple weeks, but we are roughly the same age. Okay. And he has a daughter uh, who is named Maverick. <laughs> nice. Mav for short. Sure. Um, uh, she is a couple years younger than the Bean. I think she's maybe eight... Seven or eight? Yep. Oh, you know what? She's seven because she was born. No, she's eight because she was born the year that uh, he started Arrow, and they're 
finishing season eight. Got it. So he obviously was going to take this because he had a little kid. Yeah, yeah, and yes. And he grew sure. up thinking Casey Jones was fucking awesome. And Casey Jones is fucking awesome. <laughs> Goddamn. Listen, when we get to the animated ones, you know who does the voice of Casey Jones in that? No. Captain America. Chris Evans? Who could play <gasps> Casey Jones in real oh life, too. Oh, my. I had no idea. Oh, oh I'm you're excited. Gonna like, you're going to okay. like that one. That's a good okay. one, too. Well, I got to be honest with you. No, this it's looks the fun. trailer. Yeah. The trailer looks... The only thing I have a problem with is the fucking the truck that shoots the sewer manholes, which uh, is clearly the to- the the toy. One of the coolest things in the trailer. How uh, dare you? Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so what's the IMDb score for this movie? Six out of ten. Six right Six on the point dot. zero. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's not. Remember, Shannon keeps telling us that's not as bad as we keep saying. It's not a. It's not a grade. It's not in a sixty percent. Yeah. Yes. I do remember one of the things, and this will probably come up in the episode. This one, I think, will be a, a beat for beat. This will not be, but this movie feels long. Oh, this is one of those ones, that, and that trailer doesn't even have uh, Krang. Krang's in this. Yeah, movie. you're right. I, I saw one of the. So as we were trying to find the right trailer to watch, I saw a reference to Krang. I was like, "Oh, Krang's in this, but not in the trailer." <laughs> so this is the 2016. So this is only three years ago. I mean, custom well, I four mean, years. Yeah, I mean, wow. Maybe showing my hand, but they've already said they're going to reboot the movie franchise again. Oh, fuck. Because this didn't do well in the theater. Yeah. But, I mean, that's all yeah. for next time. Okay. All right. So, uh, so Todd, hey, we watched the movie. We sure did. Well, yeah. We were forced into a movie? Yeah. Oh, man. That's, yeah. And maybe this will be like, uh, and I haven't watched it again, but maybe this will be like Bumblebee, where we watched such a terrible sure. movie the first time. Because Bumblebee was good when I watched it, but I was linking it to all the terrible Transformers movies. So. Sure, which is totally different. Ooh, boy. Okay, uh, so Todd, where can people find you on social media, should they wish to find you, and should you wish to be found? Sure, go check out my blog, uh, tmpinsyr.com, or Twitter and Instagram with the handle at tmpinsyr. Mm-hmm. Casey, mm-hmm. yada, 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 internet, you, them, Go. Twitter, not Ryan Casey. Instagram, not dot Ryan Casey. You can also email us. Go well, ahead and say it. I mean, you can email me. Well, uh, you you check those. I I manage more of the you know, the Patreon. You, you know, do. It's, That's we, have true. Some, we have some we have some labor. Yeah. yeah. At superpodherocast at gmail.com because only Cap writes letters. Tony, buddy, where were you? I was uh, pulling up the uh, <laughs> I was pulling up the music attribution, which we're still not hundred percent at. I was like, oh no, Todd, where'd you go? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, our music comes to is provided by the wonderful Kevin McLeod at mm-hmm. Incompetech.com. He puts out a whole variety of music available to use. We took the song "Take a Chance" for our theme song. So, Todd, one more thing that yes. we need to cover. Yes, yes, we just did a poll. We did on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash superpodherocast. I think maybe the... Or is it? Nope. Facebook.com slash superpodherocast. Yeah, I totally knew that. You knew that. <laughs> so there was some debate. We we reached out to our Patreon subscribers. Patreon.com slash TSPHC. That might bring back the uh, cash register <laughs> That's right. drop. Um, we put out to our $10... Level, yep. which is our our TSPHC Army commanders, commanders that uh, if they had a holiday themed movie 
sure. in, in lieu of our holiday bonus episode where we just take conversations that we've had that just don't make sense. Right. And there was some debate on whether or not we should keep doing those. Mm-hmm. Uh little peek behind the curtain. That's one of Danny's favorite things. So, so I was spoiler. pushing hard. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But also in the uh poll, that side won. The people have spoken. A landslide. So we will do a holiday episode of bonus content outtakes. But uh, since when this episode drops, we will be in the Christmas season. Yep. I'm feeling generous. Yes. I am the winner of that, but I will contest that we should do both. I think that's a wonderful idea. So, so we good friend of the podcast, do, yep. who we talked about earlier. Sure. And it recommended a movie that we talked about a lot in this. And maybe that's also it. Maybe I just want to watch a better Catwoman Thematically, movie. This just makes sense for a whole variety of reasons. We're going to do Batman Returns. Hey, Will Benson, thank you. Great so, idea. Thanks, thanks, Will, for, for putting that in there. So Will is a member of the our Patreon uh, TSPHC Army at the commander level. Mm-hmm. And as a result, we, typically, we go out to that group of folks and occasionally ask them for some direction around the podcast. That was one of the points of being a commander level is that you get to help shape the podcast. That's we right. already did it once with Patrick. Under he, the Red Hood. Red Hood. <laughs> Weirdly, another another Batman, Batman? movie. Yeah, hmm. it's almost like he's the like best character. Well, mm. easy, slow your roll. That's weird. now you don't have to kick. You know, the commander levels ten dollars a month. You can kick in less. The five, you know, five dollars a month unlocks a whole variety of bonus content. Mm-hmm. So we are two movies in to our second season of Patreon. The first season of Patreon was all holiday-themed movies. Sure. We had a lot of fun with that. Uh-huh. Uh, our theme this season is, oh, you haven't seen that? <laughs> uh, where we're taking turns picking the movie, and it's a movie that one of us has seen and usually loves, and the other one has never seen. And we are doing, we did The Prestige. Yep. I've then never, we did Rocky. I'd never seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. And then we did Rocky. I'd never seen it. <laughs> I now have. But and Embargo, back up. And now right. for our third one, we announced last episode, we're going to do Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which, which Todd has never seen. Never seen. So I'm, and I'm looking forward to that. Unlike yeah. you and Rocky, I'm looking forward to that movie. So, um, yeah. So, what did you say that British humor doesn't usually penetrate? Um, phrasing. You know what it was? I think for that era, that it would have hit me like as an adolescent. Mm-hmm. British humor wasn't on my radar. Gotcha. It was also before. You know, we didn't have the number of channels on cable. The internet wasn't a thing. Sure. So I, I remember when Comedy Central first became an actual channel, since they had like. A handful of things, including mid, that movie. Mid-90s. They showed that movie all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair, to be fair, there's people my age who love Monty Python. Sure. For whatever reason, that didn't hit my geek radar. Gotcha. So I appreciate them. I understand their place in comedy history, mm-hmm. but just never really consumed and, any of their content. And this is not one like The Prestige where I was like, oh my God, it's a great movie. We should do it. Sure. It's just a movie that I think you might like. I enjoy it too. Okay. I, I it's been a while since I watched it. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see we'll how see. we come out of it. So you know, kick in. Listen, I, I'm entirely fine with the idea of uh, give us a chance. Kick in five bucks. Mm-hmm. It'll unlock everything. Go grab. All of the bonus content. Sure. And then if you like it, you know, continue to kick in a couple bucks for us. We're making you smile. We're making you laugh. You know, show your love a little bit. Come on. Sure. All right. All right. So that'll do it for the Super Pod Hero Cast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Bob Brown. Be Be heroic. heroic. (laughs) What a shitty movie. I I didn't expect the... um, me posting the picture of me about to watch the Catwoman movie to elicit such a response from everybody. Yeah.
Why am I typing this? We'll read it from the bottle. We'll read it. We'll do it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Right. Fuck it. Need a little bit more on the balls there. Okay. (laughs) All right, I think uh, should we just fucking do this? I mean, it's oh, it's God. not gonna it's, it's not, not gonna, it's get, not gonna get any better. Yeah, but it can't get any worse. It, it can it? I, this, you know, we should be careful because I feel like that's the <laughs> oh. kind of thing we say now, and in two hours we're really regretting it. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. Even though this doesn't take <laughs> place but, in Gotham. How, yeah. Yes. Let's. Okay. With that. Yes, and. <laughs> yeah, yes, and. That was the idea through the comics creator, comic creators. You, oh, not, wait a minute. These are spoilers who are first contact. First contact. Did you see the uh, uh, interview with where Chris and, um, yep. Sebastian Sant? No. no. Uh, Scarlett Johansson okay. interviewed each other. And she point blank asked him, would you ever come back to be Cap? No, I did not see that. What I'll did let he you, see? No, I'll let you look it up on your own. Uh, I did see uh-huh. a reference that said, you know, something about like, is there a path for him to come back? So I'm assuming the answer was if it was right, if it made sense, if he could come in for a couple days and, you know, float. Uh, I feel like when he left, Disney gave him a very specific answer to give, and that's what he gives. Really? Mm-hmm. God, oh, it's managed? Oh, I hate that. That's, that's the he downside sells it. to the He mouse. sells it, but at the same yeah. time, like... This feels That's like not your answer. Like it's it's yeah. it's what he was told to say, with, sprinkled with Chris Evans put yeah. on top of it. Uh. I mean, not you know, name that movie, bitch. Like he said to uh, Leonard Moulton. What? <laughs> he was on Doug Loves Movies, and mm-hmm. was shit faced. And this is like maybe the first Captain America had come yeah, out, yeah. so he just been. Obviously, he's not been on since. Sure. Um, so he's he's just as much Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. <laughs> Like he's stoner, he's from uh, skateboarder guy. Southie, I think he's a Bostonian. He's a he's from Massachusetts. I don't think I don't think he's from. Oh, Southie. he's in, from uh, Braintree. Yeah, uh, I think didn't Chuck? I think I feel like Chuck literally told us that. Oh, Charles is yelling at his podcaster of choice right now. <laughs> well, I already what, told you this. I, I love that we all had the same reaction. So we have a message stream <laughs> that's you, me, Chuck, and Shannon. Uh-huh. And Chuck sent something over last night, and we all assumed that he had listened to the X Men episode uh-huh. and had heard <laughs> Shannon taking shots at him. And we we're like, oh, oh, oh here, here it goes. Go. And, he's and he's like, wait, what? Yeah. And we're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. La-la. We'll wait. Have you watched any of the Mandalorian? No, I literally got back last night. We had okay. a full day of training, sure. and then I drove sure. back. Yeah. Oh man. And then Joe's birthday party is tomorrow afternoon, so I got to finish prep for that. Okay. The D and D adventure. Ooh. It's going to be pretty good. It's going to be awesome. It's a Shrek inspired <laughs> mayhem. The, is there the a donkey? Car- the players. Uh oh, you know I haven't thought of a role for donkey. I'll I'll have to work that in. Yeah. But uh, the players are essentially the monsters, and they want to be. Ca- they want to just wreak chaos in a yes, town so i'm great. already envisioning yeah it's gonna be oh great. that'll be so fun yeah so i gotta do that tonight after we podcast and then mm-hmm. tomorrow afternoon's his party so tomorrow night i'm watching the mandalorian well the great thing two. is one and two uh, will end up being like an hour and 20 minutes tops oh okay first episode's 40 like 50 minutes and the second one's uh half hour okay oh that's short mm-hmm. oh i thought they were longer okay i think they're gonna unlike you know their cbs take a take a note uh, Discovery is only on all access, so it's on a streaming platform. Every almost every episode is at least forty four minutes, 
And these episodes, I'm like, you could have made this one shorter. Yeah. So if there's no more story to tell than in that half hour, Got I'm it. golden. Okay. All right. You know, that, that's, a, that's a perfect answer to how long does how long does the episode need to be as long as it takes to tell that tell story. Tell that part of the story. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Uh, oh, I started, I started listening to The Office Ladies. What do you think? So good. I think, right? In fact, I got to I gotta share it with Joe because I think he'll yeah, love he'll it. Like it. Yeah, he'll like it. She saw it when we watched Inside Out. Yeah, I know. Oh I know, God, right? That movie. When when Bing Bong go, I can't. No, you know what gets me more than Bing Bong? What? Bing Bong gets me, but yeah. when when Joy is like, I just want, <clears throat> I just want Riley to be happy. Oh my God! <laughs> you just gets totally me fucking every yeah, time. Literally just. Got you. That's my Captain America on the grenade moment. I just no. watch that happen in in real time. That and when all Ra- you did was describe. All you oh. did was describe it, and you choked yourself up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my. Because oh. last night the bean was like, "Hey, let's uh, we're trying to find a movie," and she wanted to go for something that we'd already seen. Yeah, and so you can on Disney Plus, you can just alphabetize all six hundred some odd movies Good that Lord. are on there. And we're going through, we're going alphabetical. Is and it she the goes, whole vault, or do they no, release the vault in no, chunks? Because weirdly, they have most of them Muppet movies, but not Muppets Take Manhattan. Interesting. My favorite one. And we actually ended up watching The Muppets. That, must be, was, a, that must be a distribution rights. That mu- only, it must be. Well, I tweeted out to them and no one responded. So I was sad. Sure. But I was just like, hey, why is there no Muppets Take Manhattan? See, my favorite I, Muppet movie. I think Joey loves that one. I actually God. like The Muppet movie more. You know why I like... Um, I love The Muppet Movie. I, I think it goes Muppet Take Manhattan and Muppet Movie. Yep. Great Muppet Caper, I'm, I'm lukewarm on. Sure. It's fine. Yeah. It's not great it's not terrible but i like them up as take manhattan more because of all the the theater side of it oh sure 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 yeah that that makes sense oh sure sure oh that makes sense okay